Talking About You with Estra, Season 8, Episode 66. Thank you for being here today because you know I appreciate your time and look forward to sharing ideas, information, and comments. It makes us all better people and we gain understanding from learning from each other. Last week, actually we spent two weeks on talking about 219 car accidents, but now we're going to switch up a little bit and we're going to just talk about the law pertaining to auto insurance companies. In fact, in Washington State, it's under Title 48 of the RCW codes. And this matters because if you know what to expect, you know what the laws are, you're much able to handle situations better, at least from my perspective. And so I was really surprised. I mean, the actual RCW's uh, for auto insurance is extremely large, so there's no way in our programs we'll be able to to cover a lot of it, but we'll get to the basic fundamentals, and that will also help. But before I start there today, I want to go back to Minutes with a Purpose. And the reason why I do Minutes with a Purpose, I tell you, I always enjoy that. (sighs) That moment just to exhale. You need that every day. But I wanted to stop for a minute and talk about maybe seniors who married couples who are living together or seniors that are are by themselves or disabled or even single people uh, with limited abilities to help, especially right now where we have all of the snow outside. It can be very difficult to get the things that you need, especially if you're not prepared in normal weather. So one of the tips I'd like to say on this uh, minute is the fact that before things get bad, make sure that you do stock your house with some things when when you're by yourself because it's very difficult once you actually have a problem to actually be able to overcome it. So that's one of the things I want to say. And another thing is I want you just to be always hopeful and be creative. You can be creative and interesting at any age. So what am I trying to say there? I'm trying to say when difficult things happen in your life, sometimes you have to think outside the box. So don't hesitate to do so. If you forgot to pick up something from the store, can you make it out of something you have? Can you substitute something else? Can you make it through a couple weeks if there's a snow blizzard like we have right now in Seattle? I mean, there's other places too. In fact, even Hawaii got a bit of snow today, believe it or not. So one of the things that I would say is not to be discouraged. Uh, You can get through whatever the trouble might be. It might be a little creativity. And don't be afraid to reach out to other people or somebody else that uh, would be willing to assist you. But sometimes in a lot of communities, that's not the case. You're out there and you're you're there by yourself and you have to kind of get through it. And what I want you to know, if you're hearing my voice today and you're one of those people in that situation, there is hope. Don't give up. If you've lost power, think about how many blankets you can put over you to make you comfortable. Make sure that maybe you cover your head. Make sure that you keep the warmth warm, uh, while you're breathing. You don't get too cold. There's a lot of different things to do. Don't just get discouraged. And also, remember, you do have your phone, and you can always call out for 911 for help if things get so, too bad for you. So be encouraged. Don't be discouraged. Know that there are people out there who are willing to come and help you through your troubled times. And also, you'll just be as creative as humanly possible. Maybe you'll come up with new things and, and actually go at the end of this uh, program and write in your comments, hey, I was in that struggle. I was trying to figure out how to do different things, and this is what I did to survive. You might be surprised how many people need the idea that you actually used. It makes such a difference. So. 
that's what I want to say. If you're single out there or you're seniors out there or you're disabled out there, uh, don't give up. Be encouraged. Stand strong. Many people have come up with creative ideas that have helped not only themselves but so many other people, and they just thought it was something very simple. And guess what? Usually it's the simple things that are the better things. But as I'll move on here a little bit and talk about auto insurance and the laws in Washington State, yes, I'm still looking for Senator Patty Murray and Governor Jay Inslee and the AG of Washington, Bob Ferguson, to actually bring out information about uh, insured and the things in which they've done to help and support people involved in collisions and how they've helped to protect them versus supporting the insurance companies. Yes, I said it because it's just not in Washington State. A lot of these companies actually even open up their their corporations in states that are, are favorable to them compared to what they are for insured. So we really need insured civil rights legislation to make sure that we move forward and get the things that people involved in car accidents, policyholders just like you, get what they need. Now, it was really kind of amazing. I haven't had a, time, had a lot of time to go out and Look at the RCWs in Washington, and if you live in a different state, just go out and look up uh, traffic laws for whatever, Minnesota, New York, wherever you are, Arizona, New Mexico, wherever you might live, California, they're there. In fact, when I've looked at, I'm really kind of biased for California because I've noticed that a lot of their laws do consider the people a lot more than some other states, and is that because they have such a vast number of, of people in their state? I don't know. Or they need to keep down the, the conflicts as much as possible? I don't know. I also, though, notice that uh, after all the fires they've had in California, insurance companies are, are getting out. They're getting ghosts. They, they're just leaving policyholders kicking them to the curb. Why? Because they're not making a whole lot of money now, right? Isn't that what this is about? Whenever things get tough, the tough don't get going when it's insurance companies. In, in many cases, they're leaving California. In fact, I think the state had to, state of California had to take over one insurance company because they went bankrupt. Okay, so there's a lot of things out there that we really need to pay attention to, and I'm really not convinced that the model that we use for insurance companies right now is the best model for us. I think more of a uh, like a Medicare for all or insurance for all would be actually better. I think the issues would actually bring to the forefront issues that matter to the insured, the one who gets hurt, versus the investors of the insurance companies who are looking to get paid. To me, this is not an industry. <clears throat> this is not an industry that should be characterized by what's best for the wealthy. An auto insurance company should be someone who's interested in you, your health, your concerns. Should they make a profit? Yes, but believe me, from what I've seen of their bottom lines, they do just fine. It is us, the people involved in collisions, that need the support, right? Uh, but, you know, I could really get into that one. I'm going to stick with the RCWs today because you know how I can just go ahead and talk about a lot of different things. So when I went out to look at the RCWs uh, for auto insurance companies, I was truly fascinated that I didn't find very much about you, the insured. They had a lot of things about what they were expecting from the insurance companies, 
Uh, some of them I thought was a, a little different. Let me go ahead and go down my list because it's easy for me to get sidetracked here. So on the RCWs, that's for Washington State laws for auto insurance. They talked about liability insurance. And most of the time when they're talking on these codes, they're talking about you. Make sure you have liability insurance, right? And then your reg- your car has to be registered for the state of Washington, right? And then they also talk about the amount of minimum insurance that you need to have which I thought was amazing. And then they also mentioned about provide evidence of insurance to a police officer, which you have to do if they ask. And failure to provide proof means what? You get a ticket. So that that's probably not a happy moment for a lot of people. And then they talk about uh, if you have the proof of insurance, this is what I thought was fascinating. If you have proof of insurance on your telephone, so the the policeman comes up and he says, may I see your uh, your insurance? And you hand him your phone. Yeah, here's my insurance. Here's my numbers. This is really amazing. First of all, the police cannot look through your phone. So if you, you hand him your phone he starts flipping through, you know he's doing something he's not supposed to be doing, at least in Washington State. We'd have to go out state by state and find out. But that's something that we all need to know. So they can't look on your phone. And let's say you hand the the phone to the cop and, and you guys miss the transfer, and your phone gets dropped, and you break it. That's not his fault either. You'll have to pay for it. So don't expect that to be something that he has to pay for. So it's funny how whenever you look at the laws, and you look at it from an insured point of view, that means you, the policyholder, there's always a problem you've got to address. Why is that? Because in my opinion, the people who are writing the legislation, legislative laws are not writing them for you. Okay, that That's just too much, right? So first of all, you have to get the liability insurance, right? Does it, they don't talk about what the insurance, li- well, they do a little bit. We'll talk about a, some of it today, but later on this week, we'll get into it a little bit uh, more so that that would help. But basically, if you want to go out and you're in Washington State, go out to RCW. You can type it into Google, Bing, Yahoo, wherever you find yourself. And uh, it's 48.05, and it's the Insurance General Agreement, Right? That, but when you when I like I said when you go out there and look you don't see a whole lot out there about the insured you what's what's with you your care I mean the only well, I guess I'll go ahead and get to it to some degree it's at the bottom here but I can hardly wait to get to it so the one thing that I thought was interesting to learn was the fact that the, it's the insurance commissioner of your state that is the one who actually approves the insurance companies, right? So they're the ones who've got something going on. They're communicating with each other. Supposedly they've got all of their certifications in order and their financial qualifications and all that. The main thing was that it says that their the insurance assets have to exceed liabilities, right? Well, that's not hard for most insurance companies as much as they've been taking from you, right? They talk, they started slow, and now they're building up. I bet, how many people out there, let me know about this, how many of you have had your insurance uh, premiums double or triple since you've had your, your um, insurance policy? How many? How many of them have you ever seen them go down? If yours has gone down, please let me know because I have yet to see it. Okay. So the insurance commissioner is the one who it's called a certificate of authority to the auto insurance companies, right? So they're basically the regulators. 
And how often do we see them talking that much about auto insurance companies and, and what they do? And when we're talking about us as policyholders or insurers, usually we're talking about their fiduciary responsibility, the insurance company's fiduciary responsibility. And I thought it was funny that the actual actual, the actual words that were used for this, they use things like good faith, right? Well, we're just going to have good faith that these insurance companies are going to do the right thing and be diligent and have the care and skill to be able to protect their insured. I don't know. Do they? What's the percentage of that? How Has anybody taken a, a actual... Uh, I want to say, ask the 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 insurers how many of them out there agree with that statement, or would would a uh, was it Pew Research? Maybe that would be an interesting thing for them to do to ask how many people believe their insurance is in good faith of them that they're doing it. You know, I don't know about that. They're talking about uh, insurance power, right? So they're talking about life insurance which personally I have a serious issue with life insurance, long-term disability life insurance for the elderly. Uh, to me, there needs to be a full-scope investigation to make sure that these people are getting their uh, insurance uh, premiums, settlements, whatever it takes to get them what they need. Most people who are seniors or disabled, they don't have a lot of ability to actually fill out tons of forms in order to get their benefits. Now, most of these people have been paying into a lot of these long-term disability or life insurance policies for decades, and yet at the time when they need them, all of a sudden they don't get the information and, and can't afford to get it and don't have the support to do it. Where's the insurance commissioner on this? That's my question. How do they expect seniors, right, who are, are elderly, trying just to get through each day to get uh, to be able to fill out all of those forms. Come on. And why are these policies set up, in my opinion, just to make it so that people aren't able to get it? So they say, here's your policy, do all these things, and then you can have your benefits or settlements or what you need. That wasn't the bargain. It seems like the bargains are always switching up these days, and I'm not quite sure why there's nothing being done about it. We see that with disability insurance. Uh, property is not as much, I don't believe. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's a, a cheap, you know, the amounts are cheaper. Yeah. And that's another reason why to check your plans often. And if I were, uh, before I got to be a senior, if I weren't a senior, I would actually make sure I'd go and see for these long-term life insurance policies how they how they affect, uh, how they're working for people who are seniors. Because it's when you get there and you need it is when it's an issue, not when you're not there. Because you're not thinking about it. You're thinking, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm going to live uh, till eternity. I'm not going to have to worry about these things. It's kind of like being in a car accident, right? You don't think you're going to have be in one until you are. right? So that's the key about making sure that you're able to do that. Now, this is the part I've been trying to get to, okay? It talks about, uh, it's the RCW 48.30.010 and .015. And the thing that bothers me the most about that, it talks about the unfair practices and frauds. And and this is in the insurance company section. Now, personally, I believe whenever an insurer sees something that says fraud, you need to go take a look at it. Because initially, what does that tell me? That tells me somebody's trying to intimidate you. 
It's a psychological war- warfare that happens. And why would the insurance commissioner put that information, unfair practices and frauds, together? Aren't they trying to bully the insured to make people afraid not to go out there and see what it says? Why don't they just separate them out? Unfair practices, frauds, very simple thing. Bullying by our own insurance companies or insured commissioners, to me, is a problem. We shouldn't have to be bullied. Most people involved in collisions or any type of other insurance policies face enough of uh, scrutiny that that's not necessarily have to be something that people need to go out and look at. So I would recommend personally that they separate those out because they actually have no... uh, they don't have any reason to be together. First of all, most ins- people involved in uh, long-term disability or insurance or, or seniors who are trying to get their long-term care, that's all they're interested in. Nobody was interested in what they were paying all that time, all those decades, all those years that they were funding these insurance companies. No, nobody did anything then. It was only when they needed help that things, the tide turns, right? And shouldn't your people in your government be there for you then? Aren't they the ones who are supposed to have the oversight, like the insurance commissioner, I guess, in regulating these things when they go wrong? So anyway, I just think it's it's really uh, an unreasonable thing to expect a senior that's at 80, 90, or 100 to be able to do these things. That's just not justifiable. So basically... Uh, They say it's unfair practices in general. So my question would be that if this has actually been, I I was personally surprised to actually find this information out there on unfair practices because, you know, I've been talking about things that have been happening with uh, insureds and policyholders for for several years right now, and this is the first time I've seen this. But my question is why aren't individuals bringing these cases to court? If all of a sudden we have where it's unfair practices in general, right? In my opinion, what's the reason? Cost. Cost. How many poor people do you know could take these Wall Street corporations to court and win? Even when they're right, we lose. Why? Power, money, legislative uh, relationships. Something's not quite right about that. So this is why I bring this up every single day, why we talk about insured civil rights legislation. That's what we need, insured civil rights legislation, because there's nobody else hardly up there helping you. And you think a lot of attorneys are going to take it, your cases? Only if there's money in there for them. I mean, it is about money, right? Well, But everybody needs to live, don't they? That $7 and $25 an hour that people have for minimum wage, they think that's living. Who does? The people who said it. Why else would it be at seven twenty-five? When their rent, they couldn't even pay their rent with a 40-hour a week wage, you know, or 4.2, right? So that's 100, even every two weeks, 80 days, right, or 160 days. That's not enough money, people, for people to be able to pay their rent in most places in the United States. So I personally believe it is a wake-up call for all of us in a lot of different ways. But what I want to start with is just the laws in Washington State, those RCWs. 
I think we need to take a closer look to what our government is saying. Maybe we don't need Patty Murray as our senator or Governor Inslee as our governor or A.G. Bob Ferguson, maybe because they're not interested in the things in which are important to us. Maybe they're interested in this, their careers and where they can go. I don't know. But personally, I would really like to see what they've done for policyholders because in all these years, I haven't seen it yet. I've seen them talk with insurance companies and sit across from insurance companies. But how many people involved in collisions or injured or long-term disability have they talked with? And how does the insurance commissioner fit into all of this? Is he doing the things he needs to do too? This week, this is what we're going to explore. So if you have any ideas, comments, conversations you want to add to this, let me know at hashtag Estra's Radio Show. Or go out to estrescarwreckhelp.com and subscribe and say, you know what, I feel you. I understand exactly what you're talking about in the situations you've experienced, or actually not necessarily experienced, but you've been talking about for these years. Because first of all, one of the things I personally have learned, all of our situations may be similar, but they also have differences too. And that's why it's important for all of us to share what's happened so that we can learn from the experiences. Thank you so much for being with me today. I've enjoyed talking with you. This week again, we're going to be talking about the laws pertaining to auto insurance companies. And for Washington State, it's Title 48 RCW. Go out and take a look. And let's have a chat tomorrow. I look forward to seeing you. At what time? 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You have a good day if you're still facing the snow. Be encouraged. Just do a little at a time. Make it so it happens for you. You don't have to be any kind of miracle workers. Just step out there and do the best you can. All right. I'll see you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Take care of yourself and take care of the other people around you.